Hey there, kids. It is another episode of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I am Marcella. And today, we are not going to talk about a specific episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. For we are, we have a special episode today where we um, did a panel. Yes. Uh, this is a live podcast that we did. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed as much as we enjoyed playing around with it. Um, it was Gender Roles in the Whedonverse Part D. Yes. The <laughs> sequel, if you will. Yes, we did. We had the, we were lucky enough to do this with Wizard World Pittsburgh. Yeah, Wizard World Pittsburgh took place November 5th and 6th in Pittsburgh. And on Saturday, November 5th, myself, Camila, my sister Raven, our friend Rena, we held a panel to a room of, I'd say there were like 30 people in there. Yeah, it was 30 a good, or so people. It was a good crowd. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we talked about gender roles in the Whedonverse Part 2. We did this the previous year at Wizard World, and this year was the sequel, where this time we talked about the men yes. in the Whedonverse. The first panel was just the women, mm-hmm. and this time we took the path down the men's. Unfortunately, we did not record that first one with the women, yeah. about the women, but uh, hopefully we'll get a chance somewhere along the lines to, do, to recreate it, do it again. We're going to take this show on the road. Yes. So if anybody out there would like to have us on yeah. a panel. <laughs> Wizard World Philly, we're looking at you. Yes. You need us? Super we'll be cool. there since or you're Cleveland. not coming back. Yeah. Cleveland, Detroit? Anywhere close. Yes. Within like a four-hour four drive. Yes. Totally. We'll be there. So, yes. So, yes. So, please listen to this. Hope you enjoy. You can feel free to always, as always, to contact us via Facebook page, Revisiting Sunnydale, Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, or... um. You know, just the regular or email us. Yeah. Revisiting Sunnydale at gmail.com. All right, let's uh, get on with it. We hope you enjoy. Someone isn't here. Button, button, who's got the button? My money's on the witch. Reds are bad. Go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Though. Okay, everybody, thank you for joining us for um, Gender Roles in the Weed and Verse Part Two. I am Camila, and I will be the moderator this afternoon. Um, if you did not, if you missed Marcella's soft open, um, Marcella and I host a podcast called Revisiting Sunnydale. We went ugh, where we are actually revisiting each episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning, and currently we are up to season three, I yeah. believe. We're in the middle. And, um, yeah. yeah yeah, we're like, uh, we just recorded, we're getting ready to release Lover's Walk. So that'll be the next one. Oh, so, good app. <laughs> so we, you can find that on, you can find us on Libsyn and iTunes. Um, uh, revisiting Sunnydale. Yeah, so I think that's enough for that. So um, we have Marcella. Hello, I'm Marcella. Raina. And Raven. Hi. And we're going to talk to you about boys. About some men. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's going to be, you know, and we're obviously not the definitive end all and be all of this. This is our opinions. And we want to just kind of have a conversation. So if you guys have, want, want to chime in or anything at all, feel free, you know, raise your hand, whatnot, give your opinions. And we're also going to have some trivia questions mm-hmm. and some prizes that we will be giving away yes. as well. So let's get this puppy started. So. Yeah, go. we yeah. are rolling. We are live, friend. people. So you We're will live. be online. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. So basically, this is an episode. We are recording You're a live fine. episode yep. of Revisiting Sunnydale. <laughs> So thank um, you for joining us. We're very excited. And hopefully, and please, you know, we're on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale, um, and Twitter under at Back to Sunnydale, because Revisiting was too long, apparently. <laughs> um, Fun fact. Yep. All right. So, ladies, do you think that Joss has been a big influence on the development of men in sci-fi and action roles? No. 
No, sorry. I'm just going to jump out there. Right, he He's done, my sister and I were talking about this this morning, he's done a lot for women, but he hasn't done anything for men. There's no kids in here. He has not done shit for men. So, <laughs> uh, he's not exactly reinventing the wheel of anything. I've set him back a bit. Mm. Really? How so? Um, they always have a tendency to have that little... To muck everything up? Yeah. The bumbling idiot kind of thing. <laughs> where they're just always like, oh, geez, sorry. Seems like it's screwed up again. Either that or they're just evil. Well, I think he identifies with that bumbling idiot, so he always wants yeah. to have that character. Like, he himself, Joss, is that character. Mm-hmm. So he likes to have that character in his shows. But I completely agree with your original off mm-hmm. the bat. Like, no. No. Yeah. Negative. But for women, yes. Yes, for yes. women, he's done a yeah. wonderful yeah. job. It's just his men are, they're, they're just the same. They are, you know, these five or six types that... Like, what, know. father figure, father, yeah. goofball, yeah. best friend, lover strength of the females in his shows actually is a byproduct or men being weak is a byproduct of that because Mm -hmm. I mean the focus is always on the female and the men are always kind of the counterparts so they do take on a lot of strong important roles but as far as their personalities are concerned all of them have a little something in common to a certain extent Mm. well how how have the roles for men changed in sci-fi and action if at all (laughs) They've taken a back seat to a lot of women. I was just going to say, usually the woman is the one who want, needs to be rescued all the time, and now it's the women rescuing the men, which I love. Mm-hmm. But oh, that's yeah. how it's changed, in my opinion. What do you it's, think? What do I, um, well, mm, I, feel, <laughs> I, I feel like there's... Um, they haven't changed as much. They have taken a backseat to women, which is great, and it's. But there's, it's, there's still a lot of. There's still the majority mm-hmm. of, yeah. you know, the the hero and the ones that's front and center, or even the main villain, or, and it's. Um, it's still annoying to to, to a point. Like, uh, there's I have another podcast called Down to Watch where I review um, movies, and each one I go through the Bechdel test. And if you guys aren't familiar with what the Bechdel test is, um, it, it's it's the litmus test for how women are portrayed in film and media. And there's it's three rules that need to be followed. Is there a named? Is there more than one named female character? Do they talk to each other? And do they talk to each other about something other than a man? And you'd be surprised by a lot of films fail this test. It's awful. Simple, it's awful. simple test. So even when we do have our strong female characters in a lot of these sci-fi and action mm-hmm. films, they are still all up on some dude's butt, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just a lot of, I have or to save him, or daddy. I'm looking for him, or, you know, yeah. he, he holds the key to this, or blah, 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 blah. And it's just, there, I'm still, wait, like, there's still much more room that we have to grow for that. Yeah, I guess the Whedon first uh, saved its uh, female cattiness for behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, um, so we think the, the well, gen, what? Oh, we're coming in. We're coming in. So, Join um, us. Hello. We lightly touched on it before that we think the gender roles break down into the following car- categories. Uh, hero slash the anti-hero, the villain, the best friend, and the patriarch. So who would your favorite hero or anti-hero be and why? Spike. I, Spike is my favorite anti-hero. Anti- <laughs> right off the bat. I don't even need to think about it. It's, yeah. Spike's my anti-hero because he has gone, he has had the most character growth in the Whedon verse, he started as a villain. Mm-hmm. Then he was a lovesick puppy. Mm-hmm. Then he was a hero. Mm-hmm. Then he was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he was a ghost. And then he was a ghost. And then he was a hero. 
Yeah. A real just beauty. a real yeah. champion. Yeah. Now I do I do love Mason Stark. <laughs> we all know this. But um I would say that he runs for me that um Wesley holds a very close very close I love Wesley. if not <laughs> first but second because he also has like a major yeah. character growth. Like yes. his his character arc is amazing throughout his first what well, he's only uh, one season on Buffy, yeah. and then like, like all the way, yeah, and then all the way yeah. through Angel. It's just amazing, and you know, hats off to Alexis Denisoff, Denisoff, Den- yeah, <laughs> for um, being able to portray each one of those characters. You I just like that he tied ladies Wesley up. <laughs> that is no. neither here nor there. <laughs> Mine is actually Xander, and that's because um, I think that he is an exception to that rule of your everyday guy like he's a different kind of guy who is the hero sometimes sometimes he isn't the hero but he, everyone can relate to him because everybody's been in that position where they're not the strongest guy in the room mm-hmm. they're not the best looking guy, like in the the room, guy in the room but he still gets it done and yeah. he's still a valuable part of the team so that's why he's my favorite Xander. well who ranks as the highest villain alpha Alpha from Dollhouse. Oh. I love that answer, and I kind of <laughs> want to back you up again, yeah. but I don't want to keep backing you yeah. Well, mind you, like, I only saw Dollhouse once through, so I... Oh, I love Alpha. Alpha is... <sighs> yes, Angelus. Good villain. He's sure. that's that's what I went with. Early like, Angelus. Yeah. When, when we started to get into later Angelus and on Angel, that was... I think David Boreanaz forgot how to play him properly <laughs> by that point. <laughs> the thing with Alpha is he's he's just like this... For so long, you've no idea what is even going on with him. Organic tomatoes. You know? Organic tomatoes. He's an organic Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, oh my gosh. He's, he is the worst possible thing that could have happened. He's crazy. Yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. And yet... Hilarious. <sighs> Give it up to just Alan Tudyk being able to just be someone you love and watch and then someone you're terrified of. And you're like, no, I want nothing to do with you. There's the door. Please don't kill me. <laughs> There's the door. Keep moving. You know, and that's just a talented actor that can do that. Right. You know, so yeah, Alpha's so, mine. So for me on this one, actually, we're not talking about demons. We're not talking about monsters or anything supernatural. So to me, the most, the best villain who's actually a man is Warren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, like, nice. Because that's fucking human. Yeah. Yeah. thousand percent terrifying in every way humanly yeah. possible because he's real. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like everybody can yeah. say that could say I'm sure that they know a Warren. Oh, I hope not. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just the keep their one on gun, not mm-hmm. just like huge like superhuman stuff. Right? Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows somebody with a small penis on a power truck. <laughs> 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 it, it's, it's scary because it's real. Yeah. My original answer to this was Angelus, but Marcella had convinced me to go with her with Alpha when she came up with Alpha as her answer. But I really like season two Angelus. Like he's just evil, and I love it. Mm-hmm. It's evil incarnate, like yes. for sure. He and gives I like no when fucks. He gets to be evil, like yeah. I don't know. Like, well, it's, it's just for even he... just just for evil's sake. Like there's really yeah. no point in it all. It's not like he's looking for riches or well, yeah, necessarily he power. Snaps Jenny Calendar's just... neck like he didn't even bite her, and you're just like. <gasps> looking for control over this yeah. certain situation. Yeah. Spoilers, by the way. Sorry. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, been on, it's, it's yeah. been on for years. That's your bad. That's your bad. <laughs> what about you guys? Who's your favorite villain? Anybody? Male villain. Male villain. Yes. Oh, male villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, who's your favorite oh, villain? Yeah, you... uh, Dark Willow. Oh. Okay. Oh. 
Okay. Yes. Yes, she is. Yeah. She's one of my favorites because it's it's grief that turns her into this. Yeah. You know, it's not because of war. you know, it's not money, it's not power, war. it's not you know, her, she's not guided by any of this. It's grief that throws her into that. You know, well, I had actually originally gone with the mayor for the same reasons that I picked mm-hmm. Warren because I mean he's too normal and it's too scary. He meets with Boy Scouts and has meetings. <laughs> You know, he has heads in his closet. You know, he's got tributes he has to make. So he is terrifying. He is yeah, yeah, but there's also on a certain level, like the mayor, he, as, as, cra- yeah, as, as cracked up as he was, there was still something good. There's like maybe a teeny tiny bit of good in there that he was trying to do a little bit of something for his community as well as for faith because he had like straight up love for faith. Yeah. We but, talked um, about that. He's like her de facto watcher. Like yeah, he is sure. the watcher yeah. she never had. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, Warren, father figure. he was just straight. He wanted nothing, but I want to be rich, and I want girls to like me. Yeah. Blah, blah, so blah, orange just a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, there's no good there. There's no good. There. I mean, he raped his girlfriend, yeah. then, then, then killed her. Yeah, let his yeah. buddy. Like, and then like on. tried to frame Buffy on it. It was yeah. just too much. It was yeah. too much. <laughs> um, I don't even. Uh, my favorite. I mean, my knee-jerk reaction is always Spike for my favorite villain, just mm. because. Mm. He loves Spike because I love him, and And because and plus, like all most of the most of the things that he did was for love. Like he got turned into a vampire by Drusilla, and that, and she was like his end all be all. Like she was it for him, and everything he did was basically to impress her. Yeah, I would say Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always thought Spike was super emo. What's going on with poetry? (laughs) Oh, that poetry. Um, so, uh, but, oh, I'm sorry, but what I was going to say is I forget what the character's name is, and I don't even know, maybe he was supernatural, but, um, in Angel, towards the end, the big dude that took over for Eve. Adam Baldwin? Yes, yeah, Adam yeah. Baldwin's character. Yeah, the second liaison of the senior partners. Oh, yeah. Think about what his name is, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not even sure he's he Jane. He's always yeah, Jane. Yeah, exactly. He's always I got a kick out of him as a villain, um. So, who's your favorite best friend? Xander. Yeah. Xander or oh, or no, I have we have a I have a sub for that and that's Marty from Cabin in the Woods. Oh. If you've seen Cabin, yeah. So Marty is like, you know, I love the scene where he's like, my parents are going to think I'm such a burnout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you also kind of saved and ended the world at the same time. Right. So. Marty's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Andrew. I love. <laughs> I love Andrew. Yeah. He's fabulous. And he's so loyal. He's very loyal. And if you follow, I don't know if you read the graphic novels, but he's totally in the Scooby Gang now, and he didn't betray them this last time when he could. I don't know. I, I have a soft spot for him. I, mean, I just want Marty here. He's re- he's redeemed. That's what totally. I like about and like, Andrew. He yeah. He redeems he himself. Yeah. He you know I mean a tiny bit of him was in love with Warren. You could say. Oh. It was mostly peer pressure. I, I feel like everything that he did was peer pressure because yeah. he just he didn't know any better. Yeah. yeah. And then you know he just kind of got loyal to a fault. Yeah. Exactly. Dog. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And he just he just let that take over him. And yeah, he was absolutely yeah. in love with Warren. Yeah. Um, Raven. I actually have to agree with Reno on this one. I think Andrew. <laughs> he's loyal to a fault, and it doesn't um, matter what group he's in. Yeah. He, he's the person you can rely on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sort of. I, like I, Andrew. Like, I think Sanders a great best friend, but every now and again, he's not there for you. No, you're, you're and right. And he's super yeah. judgy. That's what, It's true. He's super judgy, but it's just the speech he has to Don in season seven where he's telling her that she's exceptional. She, yeah. You know, because she doesn't have powers. And I mean, but just because you give somebody one good pep talk. It was a hell of a pep talk, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. He's a good sidekick as well. Yeah. And finally, what about patriarch? I think we all know where this is going. Uh, well, no, this no, is I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah, tied we here. here. We got yeah, some I have. Okay, all right. So I was tied between Giles. Giles, mm-hmm. the obvious patriarch mm-hmm. answer, but then there's also Shepherd Book. <laughs> and Shepherd Book is like the best, like he's just, he guides them and serenity to hell with you because you didn't need to do that. And it wasn't necessary. And thanks for spoiling it in the soundtrack, you know, the Jonathan <coughs> Shepard. Thank you. Thank you for telling me way before the movie. But he just, Shepard Book, I, I can't pick between Giles and Shepard Book. It's it's too close for me. Well, my pick is Giles for obvious reasons. <laughs> He's just fabulous. And like when he gives Buffy the check, when oh, just everything. And when he was on the plane, when he was leaving, I'm like, this isn't happening. <laughs> like, yeah. And then when he comes back, when Willow's all bad, Willow, and like, you're like, oh. I, just, I don't know. Giles, hands down for me. And he can sing. And he can sing. Yeah. Marcel thought this was intriguing. I like this answer. I gave mine, but I think it's Angel. And that's mostly because it seems like even when he was on Buffy, he always had a posse. But towards the show, it's not really... No one's going to do anything without Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, True. Angel yeah. leads them. Angel's a good, their example. Like, if Angel's Angelus, everything is screwed. <laughs> it's like stepdad came into town. And this is your talk. has gone wrong. <laughs> this is on Angel with, or is it on Angel oh. or on, I, think both. I would say primarily on Angel, but mm. there are times whenever I could say on Buffy as well. Mm. But I do truly think that he is such a strong figure on Angel that he has a little hand in the development of each and every single character on that show. Okay. And he's the one that leads them and guides them to do what they're all doing in the show. So... Basically, and there's also that point in time where he goes, doesn't turn full Angelus, Angelus-ish, maybe, and um, he uh, <laughs> and um, he fires everybody. Yes. And they all kind of still find their way, <laughs> and they yeah they still realize that this is what they want to be doing. This is what they're supposed to be doing. And um, well, it's like everyone who's ever come in contact with him in history always finds their way back to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made he had. He has such chemistry and just this just attraction to him that he made Darla leave the master, someone she'd been with for how long? Which I still want to know that him. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she chose him over, over the master. this entire family that she'd, been, she'd built. How do we feel about Angel as an actual father? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all made a sound. <laughs> Did we mean Connor. Well, oh, oh God. Yeah. I think that's Connor's fault. Uh, I, I think that was a bad casting job on whoever casted that. Yeah. I, he just didn't do it for me at Well, all. I think that Connor, um, you know, I guess keeping with it, male uh, roles, yeah. Connor was kind of the equivalent of Don. And yeah. he was yeah. supposed to be hands down. He was supposed to be that annoying pissant. That yeah, was, was just like oh, that, you know that even though he he grew up in his hell dimension, he still had all the typical pinpoints of a teenager just like going through it and you know trying to and trying their parents and you know just rebelling every which way possible. And in Angel's defense of being an actual father, I mean like his baby was taken and then all of a sudden returns as a teenager, like right. Well, the problem as is a too, moody teenager yeah, at that, you know, like I mean, like, <laughs> like that. Storyline was dumb, and then Dawn's storyline was dumb too. Yeah, like they're just yeah. weak storylines that didn't need to happen. They got kind of soap opera-ish. There's like, the writers' room. We're gonna throw it at the. Whoa, that's stuck. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. That's. Spike's gonna need like his fifth brain. What can we do with Connor? We're gonna make him fall for an older woman. 
Let's make him fall for his babysitter. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of icky relationships, or just relationships in general, let's talk about the relationships between men and women in the Whedonverse. Um, Joss does a fantastic job in writing and creating roles for women. Um, so, how do you think he does with the interpersonal relationships between the sexes? There aren't that many. I mean, there's a very strong relationship between Angel and Spike that can we have a whole separate comic book on the history between Angel and Spike because they've done some stuff. (laughs) Like, they've been through stuff. They have seen some things. And like Angelus and Spike. Yeah. I want to see see them running amok. Yes. Like Darla and Drusilla did in the episode of Angel. Yeah. Oh my God, I'd love it. So it's like he takes these characters. You've got Angel and Spike. (laughs) You've got Mal and Jane. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got these two very strong relationships. Bromances. Yes, very strong bromances. Mm-hmm. But Romance. that's kind of it. Like, okay. okay, maybe Wesley and Gunn had it for a minute. Mm, maybe a minute. But then yeah. they decided to yeah. fall in love with the same girl. Yeah. Things got weird. Yeah. So I don't think he does that well with men in his stories. It seems like someone's always in a power position. Like mm-hmm. with the three, like Warren's always is their leader. Yeah, their okay. leader. And it just yeah. it doesn't seem like they're it's rare that they're equal. When like Xander and Oz didn't really like they have were that never thing, yeah yeah have that thing. That's a good point. He glosses Xander over that. Like, yeah. how do you? Okay, so wait a minute. You just made out with my girlfriend. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm going to forgive you and we're going to have burritos at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're never going to talk about this yeah. again. We're just going to yeah. gloss it. No, you're never going to be friends again, ever. You're never going to talk to You're not going to share a locker. You're not going to. No, that's not going to happen. Well, you think Wesley and Angel have a bond, when, especially when Wesley brings him back from, you know, being underwater and, right. and like, feeds him from his own arm. And, and see, everything. that's a good. Yes. Yeah, yes. So you stole that, my child. Oh, got, your, got your throat slit. <laughs> yeah. But you did save me from the bottom of the yeah. sea, so we're square. But like Xander and Oz didn't have that. Have that, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's always some sort of power struggle. Mm-hmm. Like even was like you said with Xander and um, Oz. Oz, it's like Xander had this leverage over Oz because mm-hmm. of Willow's feelings for him, and it's just it seems like. I don't know if Joss can relate to that a lot of that whole power struggle kind of situation where like yeah. there's just always someone around that has something on them, but it doesn't seem like there are a whole lot of equals between male the characters. Males. Yeah. Well, what about their relationships with the female characters? I mean, there is there is there always underlying with some sort of sexual innuendo, or can uh, any of them just well, I mean, be straight up? Because I know they're even like yeah. Cordelia is basically the in the sea of men. She's, she's the only chick yeah. at, um, at Angel yeah. Investigations. Yeah. Um, till Fred. Till Fred. Yeah, till Fred rolls in. And then even <laughs> she that, spends even most of the time looking for tacos and writing on the wall. So. <laughs> but it all starts off with some sort of sexual attraction. Yeah. Even Fred, mm-hmm. like, you know, poor baby. Like, as, yeah. as, yeah. <laughs> as even, broken as yeah, she was when she came in there. Wesley is introduced. Yeah. He's all in the Cordelian, who's like 17, maybe. Yeah, yeah which I still am yeah. finding. Yeah. I yeah. still oh, want to yeah. talk to somebody. Well, and we've mentioned before in the podcast, like, how, there's no sign-in process, apparently, at this high school. People just wander around <laughs> talking to whoever. Who's not watching this, like, 30-year-old English guy <laughs> hanging, hanging out, out in the, the library, <laughs> hitting on the students? Like, And he chaperones a dance. How does yeah. that happen? I always, I always wondered that, yeah. It's, Snyder's all over them yeah. for everything else, but let's not even talk about <laughs> Snyder as a male character. He's just the worst I don't think there's any sexual when you with uh, Buffy and Giles's dynamic. Well, no, absolutely no, not. Yeah. yeah. So I think. I mean, like, there's there's a couple jokes later on yeah. here and there, but yeah. um. Ew. Exactly. <laughs> the only relationship there's truly no sexual tension is Buffy and Oz. 
Yeah, they're, they're yeah. well, yeah, because Oz at the one point he was like totally head over heels for Willow. Yeah, like yeah. I've never until seen he broke her heart. Oh, there we go. Uh, that's yeah. That's a that's, good a, one. That's, a, yeah. that's a really good one actually. Yeah, Jeffrey booking all of them. But he's sort of the he has religious beliefs behind his. So I have not seen Firefly. Really? Yeah. Doors there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very surprised. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, it's an evening. It was it was very hard for me to watch Firefly the first time because it was Caleb. Right. And I'm like, I don't like you. And then I'm like, I kind of like you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it took me a while to get into it. My problem with Firefly was Fox didn't air it. Yeah. in the right order yeah. so I couldn't yeah. get into it and I really really hated the theme song like I really I hated it I agree and other yeah. people like, love I it really really it, I was like yeah fast forward uh-huh. <laughs> you know and when you're watching it on DVD it's like or wow on Netflix <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh I cannot listen to that song one more time in my sleep yeah. yeah but then Serenity happened and it was like well now I have to go back and watch them because yeah. Serenity was so good you know oh, good movie alright so I think I don't know if this now be a good time to get into some trivia questions yeah you want to win some stuff unless yeah. you guys yeah. have some other alright there's a microphone there if you don't have a loud voice that can project amongst the room or you can just shout. Or you can also, just shout. So what we have... Use your diaphragm. Use yeah, your and does anybody have any questions? We're just fangirls, so don't yeah. count us as authorities. But if you have any questions or comments or statements... I have a question. Sure. Okay. What was your first show? Was it Buffy? Yes, I watched... I Buffy. caught Buffy uh, in season two. Okay. I started watching it in season two live in college, and I was like, what is this? This is the best thing that's ever been mm-hmm. on TV. So yeah, and then I got her into it. When yeah, we moved in it was, when um, I was, I saw, I saw Buffy the movie and I hated I was, it. So I wanted nothing to do with the show. <laughs> and when I, <laughs> and when I moved here to Pittsburgh, Marcella was my first roommate, and she was already. I think it was like beginning of season three yeah. at that point. And I'm like, ah, whatever, blah, what? Yeah, that looks like trash. I don't want anything to do with this. And then she's like, oh wait, I know how to get you into this. And she showed School me. Hard. Spike's entrance, and it's like, well, hello, watch this man walk. And I think that's why I was like, watch this man walk. (laughs) It's like, well, let's rewind it back, let's go all the way back to the beginning and see what happens. I feel like I was hooked into the ways of Whedon right away with the movie because it was like glimpses of Whedon. It was like strong female, you never see the popular girl be the one that kicks ass, and like the way that their relationship started, you never see like equals in a situation actually becoming getting into a relationship. So at a young age, it kind of formed the way that I think about gender roles in movies and in media in general. Mine was also Buffy. I started at season two. I thought it was going to be scary because when the movie came out, I thought the movie was scary, but I'm a baby. I think Jaws is in my swimming pool. <laughs> um, and my, my, my friend Trent was like, well, I mean, you can just look away, and it's Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and she's just going to save the day. So, And I was like, oh, all right. So I got into Buffy, but I did like the movie because Luke Perry, oh, Dylan McKay. No. <laughs> Dylan McNay. He's online, he's online. They did miss a, a perfect opportunity, though, in season two with Lie to Me, bringing in Ford, when you could have just brought Pike. Oh, Lord. Mm. Yeah. You know, like you could have yeah. just brought Pike in, yeah. and we didn't need to know about Ford. For, yeah. No. <laughs> with your trauma. Yeah. <laughs> or, 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 we didn't get to name our least favorite characters. Either. Okay. Least favorite male character. Connor. Connor. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was, yeah, we, we discussed that. Riley. Uh, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Fuck somebody. He was our second. He was our second. Yeah, he was our second least favorite. Yeah, was, yeah. We're talking yeah, like was. main characters, yes? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess I would have to go with Riley. He's just so Sucks. white bread. Like, it's just... He's <laughs> <laughs> just so boring. I mean, you know, I mean, it's not Buffy even really like him, or was she just bored? Do you know what I mean? Like, because she just... I think it was... He was just the antithesis of yeah. Angel yeah. and everything else that she yeah. was used to and what she was like, all right, you know what? Bad boy's not... Bad boy, dead boy, vampire boy not doing it yeah, for me, so, so I need to... 180. Just go, like, completely... Yeah. This nice, big, Midwestern guy, yeah. and he's very... Yeah. Yeah. You know... Yeah. <laughs> room and shows you where the student union is and then keeps trying to yeah. join the student union. It's like, bro, I appreciate your go away. I'm fine. I know where everything is now. I know where, where to get snacks. But look what she did to him. Like, she took this this corn-fed Iowa boy, you know, fighting demons in his spare time, and turned him into this was back alley getting bit. Yeah, that was for, crazy. Yeah, she I destroyed him. She destroyed him before he finally broke out and was like, you know what? Yeah, this isn't healthy. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably uh, his face on True Blood. Ryan. Uh, Wear Panther. I don't know. Wear Panther. Um, the one with the racist mom. What's his name? Oh, Hoyt. Hoyt. Yeah. Hoyt. Hoyt. Running around trying to get bit by vampires. Yeah. It's just like that. Good so call. basically, like, Buffy was kind of the destroyer of a lot of male ego. Mm-hmm. And I think that's oh, just yeah. because she was so fucking strong yeah. and yeah. powerful. And and the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So she just broke him down. I really like the episode where they're training together and he's like, she's, you know, I held back a little. <laughs> Even though she said she was going full strength, she right. <laughs> held back a little. And she still managed to kick him across the room. Yeah. I wish I had super strength. That'd be awesome. How about anybody in here? Do you have any like favorite or least favorite characters that we haven't talked about that you might want to share? Yes. Um, well, you kind of already mentioned like how bad Warren is, but he's one of my least favorite characters just because he's just so purely evil. I kind of think that's what makes him a great character, though. Like, and you just hate him so much, and like you have like such a real fear inside for him that it's like you love to hate him. I mean, yeah, that's exactly. It's like yeah. he's a great character, but I mean, obviously, as a person, like you know, you hate him or whatever. But he was. But you always was, need to hate it. You need to have that. Right. It wasn't like when it wasn't like when Riley would pop up on screen, just like ugh. <laughs> but like, but Warren is like, all right, see what he's gonna get into. But yeah. It's like I just want to get Angela tissue. Like, oh. <laughs> Did you want to say something? Oh, I was going to say, I really agree with the rest. Yeah, it's just, it really is just the worst. Yes? I think we um, talked about two of the three trio members, but I have a soft spot for Jonathan. I do, oh, too. Yeah. A regular character, but a recurring from the beginning. And I think, um, you know, that was kind of like with Xander with having the Everyman thing. And mm-hmm. the episode Superstar, where you get to see the Everyman thing flip. Yeah. See him, you know, <laughs> I love the badass episode. there. So I think he's got to do so much in the show and it's still just you know even when he was in the trio it was like you still you still loved him and still saw that humanity in him and it still breaks my heart when you know Yes. Exactly. He was the he was the human thread in that trio. Like even though he just wanted the the babes and money. Yeah. And the fame. OG nerd too. Yeah. Been there since the beginning. Exactly. Just like in the background a little bit, just there to uh, um, poke fun at or you know eat eat some dips. (laughs) Show it a later date. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that it's his best friend that ultimately take it's just it's heartbreaking and mm-hmm. when the first comes back as 
Jonathan and is torturing Andrew to a certain extent. It's like, come on, he's he already feels bad enough about this. Don't keep right. And they do it to him again in the comics. Yeah, and it's, totally, yeah. Can you make me taller? Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan wants to be taller. I've often wondered sometimes what would happen if it were Jonathan instead of Andrew that yeah. had followed that path. What would they have enveloped him into the club? I don't think they I would don't have. Think so because yeah. they just are always like. Yeah. yeah. All right, you over there. Go. You know, don't shoot anyone. Just please go sit in the corner. You know? But Andrew has this. Oh, you want to punch him in the face, but you want to hug him too. I love Andrew. You know, don't eat my hot pocket. Like, he's just, <laughs> it's Andrew. He's. You just want to squeeze him until he bursts. Yes. Yes. Were there any other questions before? Yes. I want to say that my least favorite is Spike for one episode. Which, which episode? <laughs> I know what I should. I know uh, what episode. Yeah, but, but we don't talk about. We don't that. talk. Oh. It's like, oh, it's like yeah. <laughs> everybody knows. What they know about. what we're talking. We, we don't, don't talk, talk about, about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> favorite episodes because I think it's really important to the character development. It's yeah, well, I mean we're supposed to not like him in that episode for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it is rough to watch. It's hard. I haven't watched it since. I mean, are there any... Do you think that that's actually what his intention was? Or I think it got out of hand. Oh, I don't think he went there planning. On, I don't right. think it was premeditated by any means. I mm. think it's just like, you know, everything is going... Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, I could be making excuses because it's... <coughs> funny, but, you know, like there I said, I don't think it was premeditated. Interesting, like, rapey undertones every now and again in the Whedonverse, though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. Um, are there any other questions or comments? Sharing thoughts? All right, so what we have here, uh, Marcella and I get quite a few different geek boxes, subscription boxes, and stuff. Anybody out there get Loot Crate? Com- yep. Nerd Block. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, what hap Fan mail, I think, is another one that we do. It's so a problem. What- We're addicted. Yeah. So, what happens is, there's a lot of times, you know, it's not always our fandom, you know, it's things that we don't want or need necessarily in our lives or our homes. And, you know, there's just, there's a room situation that sometimes, you know, you don't have room for shit. So, we've got our cast offs. Not to say it's bad stuff, this is not our stuff. Duplicates a lot too. Yes. And for the record, if anybody's a Dollhouse fan, feel free to come up to me out on the floor. I, I will talk Dollhouse. Yeah, I love Dollhouse. <laughs> I love so Topher. Good. Like one season, really? That's all you're going to give us, really? No. Okay, so how are we going to do this? We're going to uh, raise hands. We're going to shout out. Yeah. Or raise hands? Yeah. Just jump right. up. Who made oh, yeah, right, yeah. Up up. So stand up. Yeah. Who stood up first, if you know the answer. Yeah. <laughs> get ready, get ready, get ready. I like it, I like it, I like it. Do I get to play? All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sue, uh, what is the first song Lauren performs on screen? <laughs> Which we didn't get to talk about. I know, Lauren. I totally forgot about Lauren. talking about Lauren. Oh, I adore Lauren, yes. Nobody? Nobody? Oh. Is it no. Close, but... Yes. Did you were saying something? Okay, I'll let you guys mull that over for a second. I'll get back to it. We'll revisit that. <laughs> what happened to Spike at Woodstock? What? What, what happened, happened to Spike? Spike when he went to Woodstock? Yes. He fed off a flower person. Yes. Yay! Woo! Come up and get something fun. <laughs> Do we want to? Um, Say the answer into the microphone, because in case the podcast didn't hear the answer. It was, he fed off a flower person and watched my hand You get a door. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the realism. (laughs) In that same vein, we now have, what's the name of Drusilla's favorite doll? (laughs) 
Yeah. Stand up if you need to get it. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. oh she jumped up. Yes. yes. Come up and get something. I love it. I love it. Come get something. Oh, my God. I don't know what to. Here you, you don't go. just want it, you need it. <laughs> I, could, I could totally go to Lauren's Club and get my aura red. I wish that was a real thing. Oh. It might be. And awesome. I'm sure that, I'm sure it you can find be. somebody on the internet to read your aura. <laughs> Why would it so long and, you know? We just might not see you again. <laughs> right. Uh, you just might turn into a Law and law Order episode. The trio is made up of Warren, Jonathan, and Andrew. Who gets introduced as whose brother? Somebody jump up. Well, wait, but she, they kind of... I don't know. I, I saw her jump up first, but okay. I mean, that was the... Uh, whose okay. brother? Is whose brother? Is... <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, do you know what episode? You know the name of the episode that the brother was in? Uh, I think she might know no, this no, one. Do you, do you know that one? Yes. yes. Both of you, come up. Both of you. Both, both of you. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he released um, the hounds, didn't he? Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he did. I think that works for you. Oh, that's it. And that works for you. You're welcome. If I that was in there, I probably would have taken it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, Raven. I didn't know. So later in the season, Buffy works at a fast food job. She works at Double Meat. What's the secret ingredient? Oh, jump up. <laughs> oh, I, I might know this. You're, you're not. Uh, Hold on up. Who knows for sure? Who, yeah. Wait, okay, she hasn't answered it. She hasn't got anything yet. Me? Yeah. yeah. What's the... What's the? the secret ingredient was like B. Nope. No, that's not correct. Nope. No. Uh, what's it? Go ahead. Yeah, what's... In the back. Yeah. Yes! yes. <laughs> it's not even meat. It's not even meat, man. Um, it's a bunch of soy byproducts. You directly in front of me with Merck on their shirt. I need a picture with you before you leave this room, if that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend Take something. Merck. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. All right, we're going back. Have you found it on Google? What was the first song that Lauren sang? Never look up. We have all this, te we have all this technology. Oh, yeah. Busy with the poke stuff. At first, I was afraid. I know. Yes, I was petrified? Yes, I was petrified. I was. <laughs> yes. Just jump up and answer the question. Yes, it was I almost forgot. Yes. Yay. Take something. <laughs> yep. That's a necklace. That's a little from Once Upon the Time. Dude, these are all really what? cute. <laughs> <laughs> Batman keychain. Awesome. All right. And now, who is the best male character in the Whedonverse? Best? Best. This is it. Yep. Get up here. And who is the worst? Yep, come get something. Always Rylan. I Wait, you weren't you excited about some Once Upon a Time thing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The necklace. That's the necklace. Ugh. I was going to say, Riley, for the best character, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think you would have got something. Anyway. You're welcome. All right, so we got, a couple, we got a couple more things I want to give away. So how do we want to do this? Questions, comments. All right, anybody got a question? Yeah. Oh, okay. um, what was... All of you guys' favorite uh, seasons of Buffy. Ooh. Ooh, that's, a that's a great question. Do you want to start now? No. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have my order. Season yeah. two is my favorite. 
I don't know why, I just relate with it the most, I remember it the most, like, it doesn't have the best episodes necessarily, but it hits me in, like, the memories the most, so I think it's my fondest season. Season six, hands down, I don't care if anybody wants to say it's too dark. Mm -mm. Actually, that's my season six. Season six is my favorite. Spike's naked a lot. Yes. Oh, that's cheating. Really? See, I'm more of a season two when she has to stay jealous. Season five is more of a crying season for me. I mean, Buffy loses her mom. She loses her life. It's just, season five is just a downer. Okay. No, no one said season season seven. Oh jeez. Well, season seven isn't my least favorite. I'll admit that. That's true. I just don't like Glory, so that's my season that I don't like. That's season, five. Is that five? That's five. five. Yeah, no, that's I don't like five. Yeah, I Glory. I'm not a big Glory fan. Don't know why. I think that season four was like the happiest. Maybe like I mean, it's like right before everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and then also there's. Season four had the best. It was the happiest season, and in, and then in the same vein, it had the worst big bad. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. So there was that aspect. That's why yeah. it, it. I love I've all their adulting. Happy season. That's an actually mm-hmm. great point. I've yeah. Never, I think they're becoming really adults. Yeah. Buffy gets you drunk. Yeah. I like, love that yeah. episode. <laughs> but then they do have like the worst big bad. That's like yeah. the the initiative and Adam. Okay, let's fight a... Adam, yeah, Adam was a, was a ridiculous villain, but the scene, the the episode where they fight him... It's a good episode. That is my favorite fu- villain takedown. Oh, of, your favorite of, non-finale? Yes, exactly, because yeah. to me, it's the it's finale. Because yeah. I don't watch the one after... Oh, why do you the cheese man? No, yeah. it's like... <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my Alright, so um, I think we need to start wrapping this up. So we've got Any like, more questions? We have five minutes. Sorry. Five minutes. Yeah. Go ahead. Jessica Jones. Oh, um, Love it, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if there was one question that you could, or one thing you could say to the writers of the show, what would that be? Why did you kill Buffy's mom? <laughs> That's a good question. And why was oh, well, they, it's I think compounded? He answers that in the special features if on that Does season. It? Yeah. And the, like, it's a compound question for me. It's like, why did you kill her mom? And why was Giles never her stepdad? Like, why didn't they? They, they yes. made such yeah. a great couple in Band Candy. Like, oh, yeah. I love them together. And I wondered what would happen if a Slayer had a stepdad that was also her watcher. But would they be as well? To, I mean, we saw them together as teenagers. As teenagers yeah, would they yeah. be just as, as great as adults? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see those coffee commercials he made? Of course, he'd be great. <laughs> um, I would say thank you to the writers. That's what I would say. Just, you know, thanks for putting that out there. So I had that to grow up watching. So I would probably ask them why they felt the need to add Dawn. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, we were talking about this last night, and as much as we love Dawn, and as much as, like, Dawn, like, Michelle Trachtenberg did a great job of playing that role, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was a stupid storyline that was completely unnecessary. When she said we love Dawn, that was she wasn't. She was talking yeah, about Dawn. I, I, I enjoy Dawn. <laughs> I enjoy Dawn. Uh, I, th- I think Dawn has some qualities that, you know, I mean. She was a little sister. If I had to deal with it, she did a great job doing it. I am a little sister, and I was nowhere near that annoying (laughs) at all. Get out, get out, get out. (laughs) How about you? Yeah, I think my, and I'm not even sure if this is necessarily a writer's, a question for the writers, but uh, why weren't there more people of color? 
<laughs> um, Buffy. Uh-huh. Like, we got, I mean, it yeah. got a little bit better, like, um, main characters. Got a little bit better on Angel, you know, they had Gun, but... One. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, yeah, one. But, like, we had Kendra, she was there, and just, like... Kendra, the first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right, exactly. And then we've got, and then fast forward on, no, we got Mr. Trick. Yeah. Which was, he was amazing. Like that, He was great, yeah. And... And I'm pretty sure he wasn't a main character, but I'm pretty sure that uh, Sweets was Black Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the musical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Kendra Mon. No, Kendra. <laughs> the Vampire Slayer. Oh. I, like, I like him as well. Yeah. yeah, he was a fun. And then we get Rona, who's just yeah. like a hot mic. Like, yeah. But yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the whole. What's that? It was probably the timing of it. Yeah. Mm. If it had made May 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Been... Yeah. Or even in the high school, like in the background. Yeah, even like in the background. Yeah. Just yeah. a few yeah. more. It yeah. yeah. What's that? Principal Wood. Oh, Wood. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Mr. Or Principal Wood. Wood. Principal. No, I actually, I really like Wood. I, I like He's him. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good, especially. I really like him on Lucifer. Okay, so me personally, uh, Once More With Feeling is one of my favorite episodes. Hmm. How do you, Love it. Um, I don't know if you know, but they cut it down on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? We were just talking about this on, on like, our why? last podcast. Why would you, why? Yeah. why? So there's, it's rude. they're the broadcast edits. So for whatever reason, Netflix has decided to put the broadcast edits up. They like the and, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's, so there's bits of, for example, bargaining part one and two. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in bargaining part one that they edited out of part one and put in part two. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Huh. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. Why? I just think it's dangerous to a new generation of people that are trying to get into this show. They're going to get the wrong impression of it in certain ways. Yeah. And it might deter people from finishing it because of how choppy it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully these people have friends that own the DVDs or whatnot. Right. And they can actually watch Because we come from the old So to school. answer your question, like, I don't what, like that they've done it. I don't like it at all. And originally, like, before, like, the songs are a lot longer and stuff, they, like, cut out... The entire second half like soft. Uh-huh. Which yeah. which I have the really? soundtrack and I jam out. Yeah. yeah. I skipped on songs. It's on my iPod. It's emotional at the end of the song. He does. Yeah. It out, yeah. really and it changes the entire tone of the tone episode. Of the song, you yeah. know. It's clear that someone that never watched that show before edited it. Oh, I like edits, that statement. Yeah. So. I don't like have what? you noticed these widescreen edits of these episodes just full on include crew? as yeah. well <laughs> yeah. so they're not paying attention that they've really changed some of the scenes are too light some of them are too dark they've watched the DVDs just yeah yeah let's just, just say don't watch just them. email me <laughs> you know I'll send you mine <laughs> alright well thank you ladies we have to sure. wrap it up before they kick us out um, come uh, see us tomorrow yes um, we'll be in so, the same room um and we you guys got any twi- you want to shout out your Twitter handles or anything like that? I already followed you, so I love all of you. Thank you. Great. Personal I ones. I don't really have Twitter. I mean, Reno? not. No. I, I'm Reno Spavino on Twitter, and you're more than welcome to follow me. I really only tweet about food, TV shows, and just celebrities, though. I mean, that's how it should <laughs> yeah. be. That's how, yeah, that's what it's That's what Twitter's supposed yeah, to be yeah. used for. Well, I'm doing it right. I'm doing it. I'm winning. Yeah, you're winning. I'm winning. And I'm mspear7338. You and I am at the underscore rugged angel. So we still have a couple of things up here. If you want them, come get them. Um, there's a Monty Python magnets. Um, Stick bot. There's some buttons here. Team Force 2.